But right now, I want to fascinate you with what I see as a miracle created by man 2,500 years ago to create perfect acoustics in an outdoor arena. The Greeks understood how our ear works better than we understand today. This is a theater that's still functioning, and you got to hear the story so you can appreciate the shape of an ear. Two of them that you got on your own head. It's an awesome topic to explore. And this week, wait till I tell you some stories from this week. I had this week off, and that means I went surfing. And I got a lot of stories to tell you about surfing, and I finally bought an electric bike. And where I went was to hear something with my ears that you can't hear anyplace else. It's where the ocean crashes into the biggest rocks you'll ever see. And the unique sound that that makes. I'll tell you where I went this week. But first, let's get into this Greek theater. To honor their gods, the ancient Greeks created wonders that forced them to make extraordinary technological discoveries. One such breakthrough was a theater built to honor the god Dionysius. It was the greatest theater in the Western world with the most advanced acoustic design. Hidden in the hills of Epidaurus, about 100 miles from Athens, the 14,000-seat theater has dazzled audiences for two and a half thousand years. It is a feat of engineering. 55 rows of stone seats built into the hillside with such precision that the theater has perfect acoustics. Surprisingly, the reason for sighting the theater in this remote place has its origin in medicine. Next to the theater was a vast healing center, and to the ancient Greeks, theater was medicine. That's right, the Weekend Warrior Show, 2,500 years ago, combining the world of art and medicine. That's what we do. Throw in a little sports and you got the Weekend Warrior Show, Greek version. One way of trying to understand the link between the healing cult and this particularly exquisite theater is that for the ancient Greeks, music and Greek theatre is a fundamentally musical experience, was actually used in medical therapy. The great philosopher Aristotle actually writes about how people who are distressed and and, and, and psychologically disturbed can come to um, a great resolution of that and to a much happier state of mind by listening to certain kinds of music and watching certain kinds of performance. Wow. At the adjacent healing centre, the god of medicine, Asclepios, and his magical snakes were said to work miracles. Medical cures and remedies were inscribed on stone tablets. Shrines were built to the cult of Asclepios, and the center developed into a wealthy healing sanctuary. People came from across the empire to cure every ailment and disability. You know, when you think about it, a snake bite causes you to die because of bleeding. It messes with your ability to clot. Well, we use warfarin, cuminin. We need to use medicine that comes from four-leaf clovers that killed cows in Wisconsin. The W in warfarin is Wisconsin research. That's the, where the term comes from. So again, the Greeks were ahead. Pay attention to the plants in the Amazon and to snakes and other. These are chemicals that we now use. Foxglove, poisonous plants in the Amazon becomes digitalis, which we now use to save our hearts. You may say, snakes, what are they, crazy, a god of snakes, and it's medicine. Actually, they were very smart because those chemicals in the poison of the snake, if used properly, 
can keep you from getting a blood clot after a hip replacement. These people were geniuses, and that's what I want you to appreciate. Thousands of limestone blocks cut from local quarries formed the seats. His design was for 32 rows, although 23 more were added two centuries later. Behind the actors was the Skena, the origin of the word scene, a two-story stage building which was painted as a backdrop for the play. The Skena also enabled early special effects. Early special effects, listen to this. When a play required a god to descend from the heavens, an actor was flown in on a hoist. The masked performers often played to audiences of up to 14,000 without the benefit of microphones. Polyclitus was able to create perfect acoustics. Even a coin being dropped at the center of the performance circle can be heard clearly in the back rows. But why? Because he realized the external ear that you and I have, two of them on our head, is not a flat surface. It undulates. So he made the limestone rows and steps undulate just like your ear, which you can feel right now. The design of the theater also enhances the sound of the human voice. The secret lies in how sounds are reflected by the stone itself. A sound is produced by somebody's mouth. It will hit a wall, that's a reflection. And what they've done in Apodavros in order to create a large quantity of short reflections is that they've broken up the surface. You know, there is no surface which is flat. So when a sound hits a wall, it's diffused in many, many directions. It enhances the original sound by kind of stretching it a little bit longer than it already is. Can you imagine? They don't have computers. They don't have anything that we have. But what they had was some pretty smart people paying attention to how the body works and mimicking that awesome technology. And coming up next, I want you to hear mastery of the ear, not in just building an ear, but what to do with your ear, how to get into someone's head. The great Bill Parcells, his story will amaze you. And I'll take your calls. The number is 877-710-ESPN. I got to tell you about a surfer that I met in the ocean this week. While I'm waiting for waves, he couldn't understand why his brother needed both his hips replaced. And I said, did, the, did his hips die at such a young man before he got arthritis? He said, yes. I said, that's avascular necrosis. I can tell you the reason he lost both his hips in such a young age. I'll explain. You take your calls, 877-710-ESPN. Let's listen to Bill Parcells coming up next right here on the Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN.